Thanks for tuning in to the WrestleBiz Podcast. This is Rich Montalvo and Heather Montalvo. We are bringing you uh, kind of our take on wrestling today and specifically pay-per-views. Uh, right now, we'll probably be doing a prediction uh later on in the show but right now Heather tell us exactly what got you into wrestling oh well I've been in wrestling forever as a kid my brother and I used to wrestle and then you know later teenage early 20s which was late 90s early 2000s I was really into it watching it with my family total attitude era Steve Austin The Rock Shawn Michaels Triple H all those guys and then I just kind of fell out of it a little bit, you know, just life picks up, you get more adult jobs, whatever. And then, um, you know, you started watching it a few years back and I just started watching it because you were, and it was just, I, I felt the same way. Like I felt like it hadn't changed. It still made me excited. Um, I still love the storylines. So yeah, I just, I, I, I started watching again. This is probably my third WrestleMania where I'm really like, Yay, it's WrestleMania time! <laughs> Let's go. Um, so that's that's me today. Uh, what about you, Rich? Um, it's been kind of part of my family for generations now. My grandmother used to throw kind of parties for folks uh, every year. Well, it wasn't even every year. It's pretty much every Saturday. Uh, New York used to have these just old school matches. It wasn't WWE. It was just kind of these just smaller promotions that were able to get themselves on TV. Um, but after that, I, I kept it going. It was something that I enjoyed doing. I was one of those kids that awkwardly ripped his shirt open, showing my chubby belly at a random WrestleMania. Um, but it was something that I loved watching. It was in the 80s pretty much was when I watched. So it was the Sergeant Slaughters, the, the Hulk Hogan, uh, Ultimate Warrior, one of my favorites, Razor Ramon, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, just a lot of those characters. But then those characters started going away and my interest in the show kind of waned some. And I started watching kind of uh, the more extreme stuff. And then even then it was like, it was just too much for me. And I just stopped watching. But then out of nowhere, it was watching just random YouTube videos and uh, listening to a couple podcasts that suddenly just started me watching again. I, I wanted to see exactly who this Seth Rollins was and who were these guys that were suddenly kind of putting it on the line, but not with glass matches or things like that, like ECW used to do, but actually just performance, them just being these high flyers and just putting on great matches and great stories again. And I was just immediately drawn in and out of nowhere, you, you got on board with me and we both, just did not look back one bit. Um, what do you feel is your kind of goal for our podcast? You know, I think our goal is just to share our enthusiasm with a wider network of, of people, um, specifically pay-per-views, because, um, you know, a lot of our months sometimes revolve around whatever pay-per-view is happening. Um, so, yeah, we just want to to share our love of wrestling thoughts, to share our debates and debate about it so much with each other, you know, <laughs> why don't, why not get more people um, involved and hopefully we can, you know, grow a little community here that fosters that. 
what do you think our goals are? What's your goal? Um, personally, I, like you said, I, I just want to reach out to the community. I want to just start some engagement, uh, start doing some of that debates, not focus on the negativity. There's a lot of it out there when it comes to wrestling and what you hope to see with the product. And a lot of times it, it does come down to the whims of an 80 year old. It seems like old man just kind of sitting there telling us exactly what we should like and not like who we should cheer for and not cheer for. But our fandom goes above that. It's just the enjoyment of those individual wrestlers who are able to showcase their abilities and kind of wow us on a regular basis. Now we have the Wrestle This Picks of the Week. Uh, this is where we'll go down the scorecard and for the upcoming pay-per-view. In this case, it's going to be WrestleMania 35. This year's WrestleMania is shaping up to be like super crazy, possibly one of the longest uh they've ever had uh so we'll start with the andre the giant memorial battle royal uh there's a ton of folks here uh the biggest story though right now is braun Strowman with colin jose and michael che uh the two dudes from uh, snl week uh the weekend update uh right now i personally have braun uh of course it's he's someone i've wanted to kind of be in the main event for some time now and I know the storyline's kind of weak, but when it comes to Braun, I feel he, he has to have something positive. Right now, it just seems like he's just languishing. How about you? Um, you know, Braun's a great pick. I have put Andrade. Um, I really feel like he's um, been really up and coming like this past year. I, I really wish he would be showcased a little more. So hopefully he's going to get some love this wrestlemania yeah it looks um, like we're both uh kind of voting with our heart trying to get people that we think need some attention in yeah for sure for sure so next up we have the women's battle royale uh you know there's lots of great women in this event but someone i pick someone who i want to see get a lot more love <laughs> this year and that is Nikki Cross you know she came over from NXT but I feel like nothing's really been done with her much at all and I really think she's a great wrestler that um deserves the chance here so what do you think Rich yeah actually I'd have to agree Nikki Cross is my pick as well for the battle royal uh she has not done a single thing she did have that one great match as soon as she kind of was unveiled on the SmackDown roster, which was against Becky Lynch. And it just started to show, but it just made her seem just more like a maniac, just kind of yelling. She's doing better than the rest of Sanity, but I think she still needs a lot of love. And once again, it looks like we're both kind of voting with the heart here and trying to see if we can get these folks just kind of the attention. We know they're, they're one's an NXT star. Same thing with Adrati is another NXT star where – they did so great back then, and they're in the main roster, not really doing anything at all. Yep. So next up, we have a singles match between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. This isn't exactly how the card's going to go, but we do have kind of just things laid out just randomly on our sheets. But uh, my choice for this match would be Roman Reigns. Um, there is everything that's happened to him over the last few months, and we all know about it. I'm not going to go into it, but this man has put in a lot of effort to get himself back into ring shape. And it shows he, I think you mentioned it one night, he looks more built. He looks kind of slimmer, 
possibly even a little hungrier. And more than anything, that chillness, that put away the beef man, that guy who is just a natural charisma, just exuder, is there again. It's Roman at his best, not being pushed out of nowhere, but this kind of just, this dude you want to drink a beer with, basically. But that's my pick. How about you? Uh, I also went for the big dog. You know, I, I, I really like, I, it's not that I wasn't a big fan of Robin before. I was a fan, but then like, you know, sometimes I was like, oh, Roman again, blah, 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 blah. But then he, you know, he went away, he dealt with his health scares and I, I really, I really missed him. I, I couldn't believe how much I missed Roman. So I, I'm really happy that he's back in the ring and I, I really like him to to take this win I, I think it'd be awesome he's really a fan favorite uh so next up the farewell match between Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin and I'll, I'll just say right now I'm just Kurt got to pick his opponent and I'm just I mean I kind of get while he chose Baron but I like don't get it like at all I think but I think there were just so many better opponents he could have picked for his farewell match after all uh but it's no surprise at the end of the day I'm picking Kurt to win this match um and yeah I think he should win his farewell match I don't think many people win their farewell farewell match but that's what I'm I'm going with. What do you think, Rich? Yeah, I think right now my pick would have to be Kurt Angle. I think he deserves better than leaving that ring, having to fight Kurt. Uh, not Kurt, I'm sorry. Uh, Baron Corbin. Boren Corbin. Um, <laughs> I think the two of them do have a history, and there's a reason why they they do have a match in it. But I don't think it should be the last one, like you were saying. Uh, I think there possibly might be someone else that might take his place. There's really no one I would hope for it to be. Um, there's been a lot of great matches between him and other folks over the last uh, few weeks. It looks like he's kind of picked his folks he wanted to fight. But I do think that Kurt deserves to uh, finish up his time in the WWE ranks. Not on his back, especially not to someone like Baron Corbin. Um, okay, next up we have a singles match between AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Uh, this has been kind of no build up. It's kind of just went straight into the match. And personally, I, I love AJ, so I would have to go with a sudden draw man rather than uh, kind of the creative wrestler that Randy Orton is. How about you? Yeah, I, I agree. It was a kind of a thrown together match. Um... But I have to stick with AJ. Um, I love AJ. I loved him when he had the belt. I love him still. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sticking with him for this match. Uh, next is Falls Count Anywhere match between Shane McMahon and The Miz. You know, there was some good build-up to this with the whole they're the greatest tag team ever. They had the belts for a while, and then you know, there was that fallout where now Shane's, like, beating up the Miz, beating up his dad, making fun of his dad. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a pretty decent storyline and two good wrestlers, I believe. But I'm going to go with uh, the Miz 
winning this one and maybe just taking Shane down a bit. He's kind of been on his, his high horse for a while. What about you? Uh, I agree. Uh, you can't really get away with calling someone's father a potato face like uh, Shane has done. Um, I would have to go with the Miz, definitely. He, it's not that he deserves it. I, I'm not a huge fan of the Miz, but he is good at what he does. He's an a-hole, and he is more than happy to string along any crowd to pretty much eat out of his hand whenever he wants them to. You have to respect that. Um, next up, we have a no-holds-barred match between Triple H and Batista. Currently, uh, it looks like uh, up for stakes is Triple H's in-ring career. If he loses, he's out. Otherwise, Batista, it, there's really nothing on his side, so he doesn't lose anything if he loses to Triple H. And uh, that's kind of the reason why I, my choice is Triple H. I think that Batista, unless they suddenly start billing him as some major force, I don't see them really going with Batista. But at the same time, it's his wish, but what the hell? I, I like seeing Triple H being an a-hole. How about you? Yeah, I, I you know, I'm, I went with Triple H. This was kind of a match that they, they tried to get some traction with, and I don't know about you, but I wasn't really feeling it. You know, Dave's been gone for a while. You know, this stipulation where, you know, he can't have in-ring competition. Like, Triple H only does in-ring competitions like once a year. <laughs> For WrestleMania, and let's just well, what is he like the CEO, COO, or whatever? I, I just feel like it's a weak stipulation. I, I, I can't see it having much effect on Triple H, even if he doesn't win. Um, but at the day, um, I'm, I'm still sticking with him to win yeah. the match. Yeah, it seems like an excuse for them just to wear jeans while fighting each other <laughs> and not really having to actually wrestle. <laughs> That's for sure. That's the only thing I could say for a reason. Um, Okay, so next up is a cruiserweight championship. We're getting into these belts now here that are up for grabs. Um, So we have Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. Um, You know, I have to admit, I haven't, I mean, I've seen the two of them wrestle. before I haven't really been following 205 too much for the past couple of months. Um, so I don't have too much to say, but I, I like Buddy Murphy, so I'm picking him. What about you? Uh, for me, I think Murphy has had that title a little too long. I don't watch 205 either, but at the same time, I do kind of see what's going on. And I know, I believe. Uh, Buddy and Tony were on the same side for a while, and now they're kind of on the outs. I think Murphy has had it for a bit too long, so I'm going to pass it over to Tony Nese, uh, the man with somehow eight abs, <laughs> do more than any other person in this world. But uh, I'll definitely have to go with him. I think it kind of needs a change and hopefully liven up 205 and give us a reason to actually watch it a little more. Um, next up, we have the Tag Team Championship for the women's title. Uh, over on Raw. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. It's not a Raw. Come to think about it, this is the one that's uh, universal. So they go up and down between NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. And up uh, fighting for it would be Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia, the Oi Conics, and uh, Nia Jackson Tamina. 
there once again has been some buildup, but not that much. It seems like a lot of these matches really haven't had much build other than maybe a couple matches here and there. And, but uh, for this one, I would personally have to go with Sasha and Bailey. I think they really haven't done much with them while they, they've had those belts. And uh, this might, I'm sorry, championships. Vince would be so pissed. Um, they, they've had these championships for not that long, but they also haven't done, it doesn't feel like too much. So I, I, I want to see them actually go on a run against someone that, that actually gives them a challenge. So I'd like to see that happen and them retain the belts moving forward. All right. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can, I can see where one would want with that. I kind of, I'm kind of rooting for like an upset here <laughs> in a way. I, I, I think that, you know, they want um, WWE is going to want to like, you know, change around this championship a bit. You know, I was so happy for Sasha and Bailey, you know, when they got them, two girls that have worked so hard, but I think this WrestleMania, they might change it up and iconics for, to take the win on this one. Good choice. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited. Not sure if it will really happen, but um We'll see, we'll see where it goes. Those girls are kind of scooting their way in there into the top of it. So yeah, they, definitely. They and might, they might, we might see it. They definitely can grow on you. Like they, they kind of started being just annoying and they've kind of, especially a lot of with their iPhone videos, they've kind of uh, pulled me into wanting to see the more of them. Definitely. Oh yeah, I haven't seen those, but yeah, I definitely I, like. I thought they were super annoying, but they are. It's like they're wearing me down. Like I'm like, <laughs> oh, like, your your jokes are, you know, okay. I, I'll laugh. All right, next up, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So it is the USO, Ricochet, and Alistair Black versus the Bar versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. Um, I don't know. I kind of <laughs> wish I would have changed my answer after watching NXT last night, but I did go with the Usos. You know, I have always loved the Usos. Um, so I, I, that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it for now. <laughs> what about you, Rich? Um, personally, uh, because of last night's show, I did choose Ricochet and Black. They were a surprise kind of grouping, kind of like the bar was. I heard someone actually compare the two of them, and it's almost the same where they're just two separate acts that suddenly get put together, and there's suddenly this fluidity between the two of them that's just, it's amazing. They're both great wrestlers, of course. I think we were talking last night during uh, NXT TakeOver that they're just, each their own you can't compare the two of them because they're just two different styles this one is a high flyer that basically a superhero and the other one's just this almost mma type striking ability um in black and uh i definitely choosing them i'm hoping they get that gold and just just shine up on the the main roster and so next up we have the tag team championship for raw uh the men's side of it and this would be uh, the Revival versus Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Uh, personally, I am actually going with Kurt Hawkins and Zack. I think the Revival have had the belts and have not done a dang thing with them. Uh, the two of them are great wrestlers. They're definitely a throwback style of 
just those 80s type big dude wrestlers that were just all about just really good tag team. But when it comes to Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, both of them are just, they deserve a win, especially Kurt Hawkins, who hasn't had any in uh, the WWE since his return. Uh, how about you? Yeah, I agree. I- I'm going with Hawkins and, and Ryder. Uh, again, this is something that hasn't really been, you know, you haven't seen too much of it here and there, but you know, with Hawkins never having a win um, and to have a win at WrestleMania for him would be awesome, you know. So I'm sticking with that. Next, we had the United States Championship. um, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. I think this is going to be a really, really good match. I'm looking forward to it. Samoa, like he he's had the belt. He hasn't even had it for for that long. Um, Ray, you know, he came back this year, really getting into things. You know, he's been on. He, he he's been on every week, showing his stuff, showing that six one nine, and I I'm going with Ray <laughs> to win. You know, I I I'd like to see him get this belt. Um, who knows how much longer he's going to be wrestling. So I think that'd be really cool. What about you? Uh, for me, it would, as much as I love uh, Smojo, I think Ray is just an exciting wrestler who came back and kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, great. Another older wrestler that's just coming back just for that nostalgia uh, reason. But when it comes down to it, Ray can just put on great matches still and, Joe, same thing. So I, just like you, I am excited for this match to see. But I do think uh, Ray uh, wins, and hopefully we'll see his uh, son, that humongous, almost opposite of what he is, uh, just dude that I'm really hoping gets into NXT and just shows us what he can do. Um, I'm hoping he takes the name uh, Prince Mysterio or something like that. That'd be great. (laughs) It would. Uh, uh, personally, uh, the next, well, sorry, <laughs> the next one will be a uh, intercontinental championship. Uh, the matches between Bobby Lashley and, uh, Finn Balor. Uh, and I guess he, they've already told everyone he's going to be dressing up as a demon and everyone knows that demon does not lose. So there is no way, regardless of really Leo rush being there or any favorite poses that Bobby Lashley tries to pull, I'm definitely going with Finn to win this. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I picked Finn. Um, you know, I, I, at a personal note, I want to say, like, you know, the whole thing with his demon character, I, like, I, I said, I'm not going to say that I don't like it, but I kind of feel like, in a way, my own personal opinion, it's kind of, like, unnecessary. Like, in a way, I, I mean, I think Finn's pretty badass on his own. <laughs> you know, so I don't Man. feel like the need for this demon, you know, undefeated demon uh, to come out. I, I, I see it's like a different look he's going for. He, he, he's done it in, you know, a few matches in the past. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, it, it's Finn Balor taking that, taking that belt home. So, yeah. uh, all right. W- winding down here to the, to the big time matches. Um, next up, we have the WWE championship belt. We have the new Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. And 
this has just been an, an emotional ride um, storyline that it, it kind of g- got brought on a little later in the season, but uh, it, it's really picked up a lot of fan crowd, you know, love for, for Kofi and, you know, this whole, this new character, Daniel Bryan, you know, he's all healed now and all, you know, with his hemp belt and everything. Um, but, but I really, I've liked this storyline and I really, um, you know, I, I'm rooting for Kofi. I'm rooting for Kofi to, to bring it home. What do you think, Rich? Oh uh, yeah. I'd have to go with the same thing. I, I absolutely love the new day and the three of them together are one of the best tag teams as well as just stables that have ever been in wrestling. There's just something about their chemistry with each other and, this whole match seems to have just come out of nowhere. It seemed like Mustafa was probably going to be in the same place with Daniel Bryan. And unfortunately, Mustafa went through what he went through. And um, it kind of really sucked at the time. But then in its place, we suddenly got this storyline of just someone being passed over. Something everyone can feel one life, one time or another in their lifetime of just everyone not approving where you're at or where you're going and what you're trying to do. And he suddenly became this huge underdog and there was this fire in him that you didn't see. Like when it comes to the new day, you just think of this happiness, but at their center, when it comes to their matches, you see that fire come out and to see it come out in Kofi's promos, without a doubt, he has me behind him. I love Daniel Bryan. I love the fact that he's back, but when it comes to a WrestleMania moment, None can be better than seeing Kofi just stand there. And like a lot of folks have said, this parallels exactly what Brian was going through. I think it was in WrestleMania 30, where he was the underdog. He was considered garbage. He was completely overlooked when it came to everything. So definitely Kofi has this just amazing, just charismatic way about him that it, it he deserves it. This isn't a handout. This isn't a, he, this is something that has been a long time coming and I am, Definitely going to cheer as soon as he's up there. Um, so next up, we have the Universal Championship. It's Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Uh, this has been an okay buildup. It's more so been what you put into it. And I know myself, I'm a huge fan of Seth. So I've felt a lot for the match. But at the same time, it's against Brock Lesnar. And it's just this just unstoppable force that is just not worth really investing in any way, shape, or form. It's He doesn't seem to be around ever. He's just an absentee, just champion. And I'm hoping that Seth takes this off of him. Um, Seth has been pushing himself ever since that, uh, that gauntlet match. That was just an amazing feat he put on, just over an hour worth of just fighting his butt off and just proving that he deserved to be called Monday Night Rollins. There's a reason why it, that became a thing. How about you? Yeah. Uh, you know, I've always loved Seth Rollins. You know, he's going to bring it home for me. I, I you know, I, the, the Brock, I, I don't know what to say, say about him. You know, it's just like he, he hasn't been around. You know, to me, he hasn't like proved to me at all he, he's worthy of that belt. And I know that's, that, that's old news, but there, there I've gone in. I've said it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, and, and that's what I believe. And it's just, I, I just really would be happy if Seth, you know, he's a fighting champion, um, gets to take home that, 
the championship. That'd be awesome. So uh, now we're up to the main event. (laughs) You know, (laughs) much too much controversy and excitement, I think. Um, You know, it's the women's championship winner take all belt. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Um, Huge amount of buildup all this season. So much going on uh, between these ladies. You know, I I don't even know where. So I don't. I forget like how it really started or or when. um, But I, I'm you know. Banking on this to be a very, very exciting match. I can't wait. Um, I'm, I'm so happy it's the main event. I, I think that, I think that's awesome. You know, for the WWE to do, um, and then the whole winner takes all. Like, there's going to be one, one female wrestler that's going to be holding up two belts at the end of this match, and who knows what's going to happen after that, but at WrestleMania 35, that's going to be awesome. So my pick to win is my girl, the Irish last kisser, Becky Lynch. <laughs> that girl is going to bring home both belts. What do you, what to, what does the, the male side of this have to say? <laughs> Um, first of all, I can honestly say that I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited about just the general idea of the women being up there, the women being the focus, not just given some random match just to appease like they have in the past when it, it just felt like that when it came to, uh, their battle Royal that they had, I think it was last year for the first time. It's like, Oh yeah, here you can do it for the first. No, here they earned this point blank. And if anyone really earned this, it was Becky point blank. Becky's performance from the beginning of all this has been amazing. It all started when he, she just started putting a little more attitude in there into everything. She started wearing a little more black and sure. Yes. That usually indicates a, a heel person or a bad guy coming up and, but I didn't take it that way. It felt like she was being herself. This was Becky coming out and the Irish last kicker was coming out. And this was just a way of just showcasing exactly what she's been from the very beginning, which is just a fabulous wrestler who knows the business, who knows um, how to exude exactly the passion that she feels for just what she's doing and who she's fighting and wanting to put on something special. And it just so happens throughout this whole process, there's been these crazy occurrences. If you think back, think about Becky standing there with a broken face because of Naya. Granted, me, like a lot of folks, were just pissed (laughs) off. But at the same time, this became this just amazing moment of her just facing what was happening in front of her, but still being able to overcome it and not even think twice about doing so. There was no doubt. There was no backing up. This was just been a freight train right from the beginning. And this is a long-winded way of saying I'm super excited for Becky. (laughs) I I really want her to win so badly. At the same time, if any of them win, it's still a – just a great thing to see that the women are up there. It was just randomly at work. Someone even mentioned that they were like – 
oh, because they heard me talking about WrestleMania and they said, oh, didn't some girl get arrested the other day? And yeah, I said all three of them got arrested and it was just amazing. <laughs> um, I would say I would have to mention that last Raw, that go home for this match was amazing. It was well done, well filmed, crazy, over the top, attitude level without being super cheesy. Um, everyone did well. There was no one who dropped the ball. There was no one that was lesser than anyone else. The person that kind of made me cheer for her more than anything was Charlotte. Charlotte standing like some gazelle or some like crazy ostrich and kicking people with her long friggin' legs and just taking everyone out. And the, that one knee she flew into frame with and kicked Ronda right <laughs> in the face was just amazing, right out of the cop car. But definitely it would have to go to Becky, but all three of these women have definitely earned their way. It was kind of weird when Charlotte Charlotte was first put into the match, but if anything, that last Raw just kind of almost made it up for me. Um, well, that brings us to the end of uh, kind of our scorecards. Are there any matches or things that you're looking to most when it comes to WrestleMania? Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to the – the women's championship, you know, like we were just talking about, it's like a, a really big match. Uh, you know, the Kofi match, I'm looking forward to a lot. Um, uh, and I, I'm looking forward to the um, the Battle Royals, you know, to see if there's any, like, special guest stars uh, that might be coming out, you know, for those that sometimes do. Anything you're looking yeah. forward to, particularly? Um, when it comes to me, it's I'm not sure what to expect this year. There's going to be so many matches. Will there be a lot of those like famous people in between, or is it just going to be match, match, match? Or will some of these matches even kind of be shorter than others and kind of be um, surprised in that way? But overall, it's just like you. It's that main event. It's the the earned main event of these three just amazing athletes going against each other and us being able to see exactly what they can pull out, what they can, they're, they know, I'm sure that this is the grandest stage of them all. This is going to be hopefully not the last time, but this will be the first time where three women or even two women are showcased in this way on this stage and in front of the whole world. And I, I know they're going to put, just amazing efforts in and I'm excited to see if it gets into a brawl like that last thing on Raw was where they are just taking it on in each other and just doing these great feats against each other and just putting it all out there but that would have to be the the thing I'm looking to most yeah um, they call it the grand stage of them all but it's I think of it as like the grand spectacle of yep, it all definitely <laughs> Um, well, uh, so just to explain exactly what's going to happen, uh, we'll find out on our next episode exactly who won and who lost. And what we're fighting for is the Russell This title. What this gives you is basically the winner will have the ability to make up a title, uh, kind of like those long-winded Game of Thrones-type title uh, introductions that show you exactly who that person is and lets you know. And a lot of wrestlers some used to have that as well, where it's just a moniker, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, things like that. So the person will get to choose exactly what that title is. 
and the other person, when we start and throughout the episode, we'll have to refer to them on uh, the reveal episode as well as that following episode for the next pay-per-view that we'll be doing. But uh, this will be an ongoing tradition of kind of uh, sticking it to that other person and making them say something ridiculous just to describe that other person or to name that person every time they're being referred to. But uh, that brings us to the end of this week's Wrestle This Podcast. As always, you can reach us at WrestleThisPodcast.com, WrestleThisPodcast on Facebook, and WrestleThis2 on Twitter. Thank you very much, and you have a great week. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.